Welcome to the Cadet Dome Podcast, where we explore the nature of reality, the primacy of consciousness, deliberate creation, and your personal empowerment. This is our third conversation on healthy boundaries. And in this episode, I want to explore the concept of differentiation of self with you because it is a key component to having a healthy boundary system. Knowing yourself as an autonomous individual at the level of awareness is pretty central to having an effective, healthy boundary system. When the right conditions are present, you go through natural, unconscious, psychological processes of boundary formation. This is just a natural part of being you know, a developing and evolving and growing embodied being. And you can call this unconscious process separation or individuation, or as it's termed in some models, differentiation. And it's a natural shift in your perception, in your perceptual processes that allows you to start perceiving and cognizing how different you are from those around you from the level of awareness and up. While you recognize you're similar to the people in your life, you do start to understand and comprehend at a deep level that you are actually a unique and different individual. Meaning, you develop a sense of what's you and what's not you psychologically and emotionally. When you go through this process, you become more and more aware of your you-ness in that subjective realm of experience within that sphere of your own awareness. You readily and easily know that you are a separate, unique individual physically because it's observable to you. You know you're a separate person when you look at others. They're over there, you know, (laughs) with space and distance between you, regardless of how close they're standing to you. This psychological process allows you to form that sense of recognizable self and other distinction that leads you to perceive, experience, and relate with others appropriately in the realms of your awareness, your thought processes, and your emotion. So in that subjective realm of beingness is where you undergo these unconscious processes of differentiation. So differentiation allows your interior perceptions of yourself to reveal that you are psychically also a unique individual. Now these unconscious processes of differentiation occur at different stages of development from infancy to childhood to adolescence and at various stages of your adult life in different degrees. You differentiate from your parents and you start asserting your own needs and wants. You know, as you go into toddlerhood, at that stage you start recognizing that you are separate and distinct from your mom and dad. You start developing that sense of me and not me within the boundaries of your own family unit. You differentiate again from your family unit later on in adolescence as you start bonding with peers and and people in your age group. Then you differentiate from peers, continuing to 
identify and refine your sense of self, your values, your likes and dislike, and the like. You go through these phases of differentiation to be in your individuality, to be in your uniqueness. You cycle through these developmental patterns of bonding and linking and separating and differentiating throughout your life. You essentially go through periods of updating your mental models or your internal representations of self and other throughout life to keep a healthy sense of a unique self in the context of your relationship with others. These updates, these internal updates to your concepts and constructs alter or remove or integrate the kinds of choices and decisions you make in relation to yourself and others. The choices and decisions you make about yourself or others as an individuated self is significantly different than the choices and decisions you make about yourself or others as someone who doesn't have a highly differentiated sense of self or, you know, in the language of boundaries, as someone who doesn't have a healthy boundary system. You make different choices. Now, Bowen's family systems theory, which is a theoretical framework that's about 70 years old in marriage and family therapeutic approaches, provides a really helpful map of differentiation in the concept of differentiation of self. In this framework, differentiation of self is the capacity to maintain your emotional objectivity while being in relationship or in relational contact with key people in your life. When you have a higher level of differentiation of self, you're better able to regulate any kind of emotional activation, you have more emotional maturity, and you have interpersonal or relational competence. You're skilled in managing relationships. You basically have a solid and stable grasp of how to best navigate relationship and coming into contact with others. This is what I would call having healthy boundaries in a nutshell. When you're a differentiated self, you have a clear sense of what's yours and what's not yours in that realm of the subjective experience. You know, what's yours psychologically and what's not yours psychologically? What's yours emotionally and what's not yours emotionally? Now, here's the really interesting thing from research on the differentiation of self from Bowen's theory. This is what their research has found over the last few decades. Higher levels of differentiation of self have been linked with better physical and psychological health, resilience, and better relationship satisfaction in romantic relationships, as well as greater competency, greater skillfulness in parenting habits. When you think of these findings and this concept of a differentiation of self within the perspective of it being a reflection of a healthy boundary system where you're able to keep the integrity of yourself intact, regardless of who you come into contact with or who you're in relationship with, it makes sense that you're able to navigate all types of relationships with competency. 
the reduction in relational stress because of healthy boundaries also then translates into better physical and psychological health. In adulthood, my belief is that you want to have a higher level of differentiation of self. That internal ability to regulate your emotions and thoughtfully stick to your own values, regardless of who you come into contact with, that inner strength of self, that ability to, you know, have enough space around your subjective experience that you know what's you and what's not you, is what helps you maintain your psychological, emotional, and energetic integrity. It's what allows you to be your authentic self. So based on this, I would suggest that porous boundaries can be due to incomplete or a low level of differentiation of self. That unconscious process that allows you to differentiate self and other, that allows you to create those distinctions, those constructs in your own awareness, in your own psyche, that lets you know this is me and that's other, was somehow interrupted or stalled or a high level of differentiation wasn't modeled to you in the family system, which is where you first learn how to be in a relationship with others, how to be in a relationship with the people that you come into contact with on those levels of subjective experience. Because like I said, that physical recognition that you're a separate and unique individual is, is really easy to recognize because there are separate bodies <laughs> that you're experiencing. Whereas in that realm of subjective experience, that clear delineation, that clear distinction between what's you and what's not you comes from the beliefs, the maps and models you integrate during your development. If a high level of differentiation was modeled or or transmitted to you in your development, you will have accomplished a high level of differentiation of self from just about anyone in your early childhood family system. Whether you grew up with just your immediate family or had additional members of your extended family like grandparents and the like living with you or had external caregivers like nannies or other caretakers in your home during childhood, that modeling and reflection of a high level of differentiation of self will have been an integral experience in your own development. Meaning through those recurring unconscious processes, you will have formed that sense that you are a completely unique and distinct individual from these other individuals around you. And you'll have this distinction at the psychological and emotional level, as well as the physical level. I want you to calibrate how you feel about the following statement for a moment. I am a separate, unique and distinct individual at the level of awareness. And really write the statement down. You can rephrase it in a way that, you know, resonates to you. So long as you're capturing that essence that you're calibrating for that level of distinction, that level of individuation at the level of awareness. And explore the statement within the context of all of the relationships in your life and see where it takes you. This is the kind of impression, this is the kind of felt belief 
you'll have at an unconscious level. You, you will have formed that recognition in your development at these various stages of differentiation that you go through, that you were a separate self, that other people's identities, their emotional expressions, their psychological expressions, their belief systems, their various expressions of self were all their own, that these had nothing to do with you and, and who you are because you were a unique, separate individual that you were a unique, separate psychological, emotional, and physical self who had this inherent ability to be distinct and different, that that was the natural order of things. So you will have learned to base your choices and decisions on your own values, beliefs, needs, feelings, and the like. That tendency to express what you need and want, that tendency to say yes when you want to and no when you don't want to, all of these behaviors that are reflective of having a healthy boundary system will have been integrated in your internal representations, maps and models of self and other through all of those stages of differentiation you go through at different phases of your life experiences. So when you go through the process of differentiation, which is a combination of individuating from those around you from the level of awareness and up while developing your emotional awareness, your psychological awareness, that ability to metacognize and the like, you actually integrate new psychological constructs, new definitions, new labels, new standards around yourself and others. And you alter or reduce or, you know, remove other types of psychological constructs that up until that point of differentiation kind of kept you in a state of sensing or feeling like you were the same as as the people around you. So you go through this sort of psychological update process that lets you integrate specific types of constructs, specific types of definitions, specific types of self-referential beliefs that allow you to start noticing that, yes, you are in fact a unique, separate, psychological, emotional, and physical self. So let's talk about what a high level of a differentiation of self would look like. And I can present this in sort of three simple categories. The first category is that, you know, you're able to self-regulate. And I've talked about self-regulation many times in the conversations I've presented so far. So being able to self-regulate means you self-validate, you self-soothe, you have emotional awareness, and you know how to manage your emotional energy in different situations. You're calm under stress, you're resilient. You know, you know how to regulate your cognition and your emotionality in your everyday experience. So that's one category of what a high level of differentiation of self would look like. The other category is that you're self-defined, you're self-authored. You have a solid sense of self that you've created, that you've shaped, a fully developed me sense at the level of awareness. So that means you know who you are, you know what you value, you're able to maintain your values, your beliefs and attitudes, regardless of who you come into contact with. You can manage your internal world while accurately reading the external world. 
you have your own goals, you have your own vision for what you want to experience and accomplish. You're self-defined in that regard. You've appropriately prioritized your level of internal authority as a self-defined individual. A high level of differentiation of self really puts you in that seat of self-authorship. It doesn't mean that you're rigid and closed to you know, the opinion, feedbacks, and inputs of others. It just means that you have a clear psychological map of what's yours to take responsibility for, what's yours to take ownership of, and what's not. You're not attributing authorship outside yourself to external others. And if you do, it's a conscious decision, you know, when you connect to a mentor and you allow them to sort of guide you and direct you, that's a conscious decision. And that's what being self-defined allows you to do. It helps you to pick and choose consciously when it is that you're going to lead and direct yourself and when you might allow other people to sort of help you in that regard. And then the third category is how you are in relationships. So with a high level of a differentiated sense of self, you're comfortable with close contact with others. You're okay with other people's emotionality. You're able to allow relational intimacy. You, you, you feel comfortable with closeness because you know you're still an individual regardless of how much intimacy you allow in a relationship. You're able to maintain a level of independence. You're able to act independently in these close relationships. You're able to comfortably say no to others and set limits based on your comfort, energy, resource level, and your general ability to manage and maintain healthy relational contact is intact. So those would be sort of the three categories that reflect a high level of differentiation of self. And if you, you know, sort of look at the descriptions I just provided, it's very similar to how you would describe someone with a healthy boundary system. So really what emerges as an internal experience when you have a high level of differentiation is that you feel secure. You're able to have empathy, sensitivity, and concern for others in a balanced and appropriate way. And you're able to think rationally and sort of maintain your internal equilibrium in, in times of emotional activation because you have that space around your emotional self. You have that self-awareness and that emotional awareness. So to summarize these three categories or these three components of a high level of differentiation of self I'm describing, what I'm describing is that there's a balance here in the stability of your self-regulation and self-protection systems, which work alongside your connecting and bonding systems. There's a harmonic balance to these various systems that allows you to be a differentiated individual who can have and maintain healthy contact and linkage with important others. You're able to have warmth in your personality and self-expression even as you say, you know, no or no thank you to the requests that come from close others. So you're essentially able to be your authentic self in your close relationships. So the question would be, you know, how do you get to this level of being a high, being someone who has 
a high level of differentiation of self if, if you aren't already there. And this is what the episodes I've been doing on healthy boundaries are exploring in support of you accomplishing that task of having a healthy boundary system or, or having that level of high differentiation of self. In the first episode on boundaries in episode 10, I talked about integrating the belief that boundaries are natural. This is the integration of a new construct in that self and other dynamic that will help you to resolve some of the constructs that don't allow for healthy differentiation between yourself and those you are in a relational contact with. Beliefs really are the starting point. You want beliefs that say it's natural and safe to be a separate self, an individual, a unique self. You can explore in your meditation or in a contemplation practice that you have what your current beliefs are of how much individuality in your relationships is natural and healthy. Explore what your current beliefs are around that. You know, how distinct and separate and different is it natural to be at that level of subjective experience? You can also check to see how individuated or differentiated you feel from those you're in relationship with and and how self-defined you feel within the context of your various relational systems. So your family of origin, uh, romantic partners or significant others, your friends, your children, your coworkers and the like. Explore in your own awareness what's there. You know, what definitions do you have? What's held to be natural as far as being a differentiated individual from these various people in your life? You're just exploring. There's no judgment around what's there. It's just sort of having a sense of what you have built as your map of what's natural and appropriate in these areas of relating and relationships. With a high level of differentiation of self, you'll be able to come into contact with others in in, in various degrees of contact without losing your self-regulation and self-definition powers. This is the exploration, this inward look at your current maps and models, your current beliefs, your current ideas of what's natural, healthy, and appropriate around boundaries and individuation, around your ability to be an individual an independent individual. This is the exploration, that inward looking, that will help you to identify what beliefs that you have, you know, need to be kept, what beliefs need to change to enable you to have a high level of differentiation of self, which is what results in having a healthy boundary system because in that differentiation, you'll allow yourself to have that neutral space between your subjective world and the subjective world of those you're in close relationship with. Any thought processes or behavior that automatically or habitually deprioritize your power of choice, that you know bring down your ability to self-regulate or self-define, that they kind of remove ownership of these abilities from your own hands, that diminish or deprioritize your intelligence, your needs and wants, or the needs and wants of others, is all based in a belief system you have going on. All of these behaviors are coming from some programmed unconscious beliefs. I'm talking about even, you know, seemingly benign behaviors like 
immediately replying to an email or a text or answering the phone even when you don't feel like it. Any behavior that appropriately prioritizes your power of choice, your ability to self-regulate and self-define, your intelligence, your needs and wants, as well as others' needs and wants, is also based in a belief system you have internalized. So beliefs are a good place to start. When you update your old formed associations around what priority to give your own needs and wants, your beliefs around, you know, who gets that power to define who you are? You know, is that an internal power? Is that, does your belief reflect that, you know, you have the power to be self-defined? Or do, do your beliefs reflect that other people and their stories of you are what say who you are? Or is it some balance of both? You know, when you update these beliefs you have around these various areas of your self-regulation powers, your self-definition powers, and how you show up in relationships, you make updates to the choices, decisions, and behaviors you start to put into expression. So beliefs are a really important point in transforming or updating your current calibrations around your level of differentiation and your your healthy boundary system. In the second episode I did on boundaries in episode 17, I talked about, you know, how you can go about forming healthy boundaries in your relationships. So with this installment, these three conversations are here to help you explore ways in which you can accomplish that high differentiation of self which will allow you to form that healthy boundary system. If you make use of energy healing tools, I would recommend doing healing and integration work on your first three chakras, your root, your sacral, and your solar plexus. Differentiation, the stability of a a solid sense of self, that sense of being an individual, that sense of having personal power, that sense of being a unique self, And the ability to then express all of that into healthy boundary behaviors are related to harmonic expressions of these first three energy centers. So if you make use of energy healing tools, that's an approach you can take as well, is is working on resolving any incoherence and noise in these three first energy centers. You also want to remember that The changes we're talking about here are also neurological changes. You change the way you use your brain when you update your beliefs, when you update your mental models and internal representations. You start making use of certain circuits more frequently than others as an individual with a high level of differentiation, as an individual with a healthy boundary system. When you update your mental models to enable a higher level of differentiation of self, you do end up pruning old neural connections that reflected, you know, your old beliefs. Being self-directed, being self-authored makes use of different circuits in the brain. So there is a neurological change to becoming an individual with a healthy boundary system, becoming an individual with a high level of differentiation which then translates into having a healthy boundary system. If healthy boundaries are a goal of yours, I have several resources for you along 
these three episodes on the topic, you'll find affirmations on healthy boundaries on my YouTube channel that you can listen to regularly. And you'll also find the text version of the affirmations in my free resource library. If you're using the affirmations, definitely listen to them once or twice a day for at least a few months consistently to give yourself that consistent input of new constructs to integrate and operate from. You know, it takes time for being able to reprogram your subconscious. And while you may consciously start integrating these ideas quickly, it takes a little bit longer to reach the subconscious. So stick with it for one to two times a day for a few months before you, you know, reduce the frequency. You can always update and modify your new belief patterns to reflect the level of flexibility you want your boundaries to have. But initially you want, you know, to exert as much energy as you can in integrating these new constructs, which will allow you to express the level of differentiation that results in all of those positive outcomes that I mentioned earlier. One last pointer on having healthy boundaries is to really include ongoing narratives about how you're getting good at setting boundaries, at expressing yourself, at expressing your needs, at understanding other people's boundaries and respecting them and the like. Start telling a story of being and becoming an individual with a high level of differentiation. Start taking ownership of your ability to author this into your experience. Give yourself that image. Give yourself that sense that, yes, you can accomplish this, that, you know, this is an intention you're in the process of manifesting, and that with the work you're doing, you know, from listening to these episodes to doing affirmations to learning about healthy boundaries and differentiation and the like, all that work that you're doing and with what you're putting into practice, you will accomplish this task of being an individual with healthy boundaries. And that individuality will be reflected in your neurology, in your energy system, and in your day-to-day behavior. So remember to check your narratives to make sure that they're reflecting the journey that you're on and, and the outcome you're in the process of accomplishing. Now, for those resources I talked about, to get to my free resource library, you will find the link to both the YouTube video and the free resource library in the show notes. If you're enjoying the Cadest Own podcast, you can help grow the show by subscribing on Apple and Spotify and by sharing your favorite episodes with your friends and community. I've got lots of resources designed to support you on your growth and deliberate creation journey. I've got many videos on my YouTube channel, including affirmations and guided meditations, a free resources library with tools and worksheets you can use, books on Amazon on a number of different topics on consciousness and co-creation, online courses at my online school, including a free course on understanding the levels of consciousness. And I also share tips regularly on my blog and my newsletter and on my social channels. You can learn more and find all of these resources on my website at infinite-life.com. The link to my website is in the show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I'll see you next time on the Cadestone Podcast.